Good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's, uh, it's the 1st of June, the start of the month. The start of summer, is it the start of summer? I think it is the start of summer. Uh, it certainly is down here in Cornwall. It's been beautiful. It was a beautiful evening on the beach last night. But I don't think it was quite so good in London, was it, Paul? No, no, it's been uh, sunshine one minute and 10 minutes later it's raining. At least it was yesterday. Yeah, well, I had a very productive day yesterday, wandering around more Cornish mines, gathering more information. Um, but probably not for this podcast. Probably best if you want to know what's going on to talk to me direct at the moment because I'm getting very deep into the knowledge. Uh, let's start on news today, though. Uh, the last day of this week, of course, because we then enter the Queen's uh, Platinum Jubilee. Uh, why don't we start off, Paul, with a Shanghai Mining Club member, uh, Ionic Rare Earths uh, in Uganda. Yes, that's right. Uh, the put out a statement today as far as what they're planning to go ahead here for the next 12 months as far as drilling uh, on the Makahutu uh, rare earth clay uh, deposit there in Uganda. And uh, the geos uh, are uh, at a quandary here as to uh, how to go about it next because the latest estimate now that they have is this this thing might be uh, at least twice as big as they first thought. Uh, We're looking, they're targeting now something between uh, 200 million and over 500 million tons, which grade over 400 ppm in total rare earths. And uh, that is uh, to be uh, definitely world-class deposit. And if it's anywhere near that kind of size, we're talking, uh, in, from my view, uh, decades uh, worth of uh, production to uh, come from this uh, operation. Also confirms what we kind of thought about this deposit, and that is the, uh, the maiden resource uh, was uh, a number that only represented where the drill holes had been put down to this point. So, um, and that there is a lot uh, more drilling uh, and uh, uh, host uh, formation yet to uh, drill on this project. Oh, sounds very exciting. It's all going the rare earth space, isn't it? Yes, it sure is. Uh, and I think uh, as the metallurgy firms up on this one, I think the uh, Firms that uh, want to consolidate long-term uh, source for rare earths are going to be queuing up at Tim's door, I think. Very good. Uh, what else you got, Paul? What else do you want to talk about? Well, uh, also, I thought uh, we'd talk about the uh, AGM here for Firefinch. Uh, went through without any issues there uh, uh, yesterday, and the uh, shareholders all for the spin-out of uh, Leo Lithium uh, as a result of the uh, stronger-than-expected raising of the $100 million, uh, in uh, financing for uh, Leo Lithium. So um, that will uh, come to market uh, in coming days, I would say. Um, which market is it coming to? ASX? What's that? Is it going to the ASX? That I, I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up, actually. Yeah, well, I think you probably better should. Um, and also talking of, uh, well, that that was an AGM that went well, wasn't it? Um, but um, the shareholders of Goldfields aren't very happy, are they, with the offer for Yamana Gold, I believe, that was announced yesterday. Yes, uh, the uh, shares traded down uh, 20% yesterday uh, for Goldfields uh, as a result of the news coming out yesterday on the merger uh, of the $6 billion deal to buy uh, in and merge with uh, Yamana Gold. Uh, there is a lot of uh, angst that's not uh, quite uh, uh, sure why that might be. It's 0.6 of a share uh, of uh, Goldfields for each Yamana Gold share, and the Yamana shares actually traded up on the day by 3%. So uh, it could be just a general 
um, uh, dislike among uh, non-South African shareholders of Goldfields uh, uh, here uh, on the uh, deal, or it may be something around control issues, I'm not sure. South Africa is a very difficult place to uh, get investors to invest in. Yeah, and by the same token, though, that's part of the re uh, synergies for the deals because Yamana doesn't have uh, any real assets in Africa. It's all North and South America for them. Well, maybe that's why the Yamana shareholders think that it's more valuable and they want to get into bed with South African. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's anyway. right. Could be. Well, who knows? Anything else you want to quickly say, Paul? Yes, we had a financing deal go through for TSX listed Tinka Resources, uh, whereby Nexa Resources, the uh, uh, Latin American lead zinc producer, has doubled their shareholding stake in Tinka, uh, all uh, on the back of the strong high grades uh, now to be infill drilled at the Iowilka lead zinc and uh, tin deposit there. I, I do like this Iowilka deposit. It is definitely one of the bigger and better ones from an economic standpoint, in my view. And it's still underappreciated just how much tin there is uh, below that lead zinc deposit. So I'll keep a good eye on that one. Also wanted to mention the Sunstone Metals latest assays out on five holes on their Alba Bramaderos uh, copper gold uh, uh, discovery, porphyry discovery in Ecuador. It looks like the mineralization is extending toward the southeast on that uh, from those surface showings. And we've got uh, grades showing up there of about half a gram of gold and up to 0.2% copper in the latest drill holes. So we're looking um, very good there. Very excellent. I think on that note, we'll call it a day, Paul. Everybody have a wonderful Jubilee weekend and uh, we'll all be back on Monday. Yes, we'll be there on Monday.